can I do my diva thing and ask five seconds of silence? Hi, I'm John. I'm recording from the Isle of Wight from a grassy knoll this week. And I'm John, and I click when I walk. And I'm not John, and this is Would John Rather, a podcast where I ask two Johns, would they rather questions, and without any prior knowledge, they attempt to answer them. Been on a bit of a roll recently, seems to be fairly evenly spread with the uh, the stars and the winds being given out, so let's see if we can mix it up this week and go back to our originally scheduled broadcast where only one person gets awarded the win the whole episode. So as always, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll dive right in. Would you rather that horses were carnivores or every year you had to go back to school for exam season? <laughs> I I th- I would rather horses with carnivals because it would make them way less girly. So if I decided I want to ride a horse, <laughs> no no one would judge me. Yeah, I'm basically riding a velociraptor. Deal with it. Oh, that man's really manly. Because unless you're a genuine cowboy and you go like round with six shooters and ranching and all that sort of stuff, you go around ranching. <laughs> ranching, yeah, on the ranch with some jolly ranchers with some ranch dressing. You know, you know, ranching. That thing that happens. Yeah. <laughs> We're inventing verbs, but do continue, John. Continue, continue with what? If if you're a man and you go, oh yeah, I ride horses, they go, oh, you ride horses, and you you get assumed that you like to do equestrian events where they 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 walk really slowly across a big sandy sandy box, and people look down on you and think you're weird and stupid. Yeah, it would make um, what's it called, horse dancing in the Olympics. Dressage? Dressage. It would make dressage a much more interesting fucking Olympic event, wouldn't it? That would be the number one watched thing. Trying to stop your horse from, like, ripping off one of the adjudicator's heads. Yeah, and you'd get less kickoffs at the Grand National when they're, like, the horses fell and the other horses just dived in to rip the fallen horse to shreds. You wouldn't see in the Daily Mail anymore of, oh, they're shooting the horses. That would stop. And the the jockey gets put down after his leg gets ripped off and eaten. (laughs) Yeah. And the winner of the Grand National this year is the third horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> pestilence. Pestilence has won the Grand National. I thought Pestilence was the first one. I thought it was Pestilence, Famine, War and then Death. Yeah, but not the order of the four horsemen, just the order that they won the race. Oh, OK. Sorry. Imagine imagine bringing like, war, war horses back, because I, I never watched War Horse, the um, World War One story of the, the Lloyd's TSB horse that goes to die in a field. Um, is, that, is that similar to Water Horse, which is about a seahorse or something? I'm not sure. I, I think that's just like the Finding Nemo equivalent of the Horse Whisperer. I'm, I'm not too sure. I have to IMDB it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd make it more interesting because everyone feels sorry for the horses because they, they, didn't, they didn't volunteer. They got enlisted and sent over. And, but imagine, you know, everyone's like a horse that a rider's running through a field of mines. You think, oh, they that. That's an accident waiting to happen. But then it jumps into Jerry's trench and starts chewing his face off. You're like, yeah, come on, horse. It, it's becoming very reminiscent of, I don't know if either of you would have watched it, but did you ever see the, the cartoon as a child, Dino Riders? And mm, it, no. It, it mixed up the fact that humans lived at the same time as dinosaurs. And they basically rode them, and then they eventually started like putting like bamboo huts on top, and like they ride elephants in India. But they were doing it with dinosaurs, and then these two clans like went to war. So it'd be very similar to that, except because I mean, a horse, if it was a carnivore, is essentially then a four-legged velociraptor, really. Pretty much, they're they're quick, they're pretty smart. 
they've got hooves, so as much as it's not a claw on their foot, they can they can stick a hoof through your chest. You, you're not you're not going to get up after that. Mm. So I mean, if anything, John, you're saying that they're going to be quite dangerous. Essentially, you're wishing for Jurassic Park. And is is that a bad thing? We've domesticated horses. Let's let's be honest. They're a little bit more predictable than um, Tyrannosaurus Rex and, and the like. That's because they're, they're, not quite, that's because they're, they're not, herbivores. They're not, quite as big. they're not quite as big, are they? And if, if, if it all goes wrong, we'll just we'll just call up Arnold Schwarzenegger and he'll punch a horse in the face and it'll knock it out. And send a message to all the other horse lords. Don't, don't fuck with us. Be, be, our, be our mutual allies. <laughs> be our ally by punching it in the face. Well, you know, the enemy of my enemies, my friend. What's the enemy of the horse? Tesco's. <laughs> Lasagna. Yeah. Uh, there's a weird game of rock, paper, scissors going on there, but I did I did kind of follow. Um, John, thoughts? No one well, likes exams. Don't, don't start undermining my case before I even <laughs> had a chance. Yeah, exams are great. <laughs> Everyone do exams all your life. Brill. I'm an adult and I've just finished exams. I hated it. I mean, it was a necessary evil. You chose to go do them, so you know you you would rather do them than not do them. I'd, so, rather, I'd rather get a massive pay rise, yeah, but for doing them for the sake of it. What? Why? Well, who said you had to do it for the sake of it? Sounds like that was the argument. Would you rather do it for the sake of it, or would you rather be eaten by a horse? I know where I I know where my stable is. Wait, you, wait I never said either of those things. And also, <laughs> if you had to do exams for the sake of it. Or you'd rather be eaten by a horse. Your choice is being eaten by a horse. I'm, I'm sick of exams. I would. That's, I would. That's if someone gave me that choice, would you like to be eaten by a horse? I'd say nay. Hey. Uh, so I'd. I would much rather uh, go back to exam week every year at school for a few reasons. Number one, I think. During the time that I had to study and learn things, it was pro- probably when I was most intelligent. I think since then, everything's gone downhill. You know, you don't have to study. You just do the bare minimum in your brain to get through the day. And I think that's a real shame. So, you know, prepping for those exams all the time, it's going to be peak John. Peak. Number two, my second reason. No one cares about an Oxbow Lake. You can, you can tell me as many lies as you want, John, but no one cares. I actually bring up Oxbow Lakes all the time when <laughs> I go on hikes with my wife. And I tell her this story every single time. I say, look, that could be, be an Oxbow Lake one day. God, nobody cares. I care. I'm, my hat goes off to your wife still being married to you. <laughs> uh, my, so did mine, but that was way before I knew that he was so into Oxbow Lakes. I mean, it's fascinating. Look at look at the curve in that river. It could one day be an Oxbow Lake. Look at I'm, it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my hat to you again because you both have got something on me. Maybe it's a John thing. Not a fucking clue what you're talking about. Well, this is why it would be better off that we had to do exam season every every year because I guarantee you, you knew it once upon a time, and I think you just illustrated my point. We've just since then we've just gone down in our mental ability we you know you're just not stimulated enough by by work it's not enough you need to be constantly tested 
Uh, the other reason, though, I want just, to go uh, back Just to that. interrupt for a second, and not that I'm trying to deter you from going back to school, but since we were at school, things have changed, and I now do know what an Oxbow Lake is thanks to my smartphone and opposable thumbs. So I've learned something new, but I didn't need to go back and study and take an exam to figure it out. Anyway, do continue. <laughs> my second reason would just be to be that smug bastard who gets to say, oh, don't worry, it's, you know, exams aren't that important. You know, there is, there is nothing more satisfying than saying that to an 18-year-old who is stressing about their exams, going, oh, my God, if I don't pass this, I'm, my life is over. My... And you can just, because you've done it 20 times, you can just go, <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's fine, don't worry about it take on an intern at work and you go how many a-levels did you get and they go i got seven a-levels all a and a star and you go oh i've got 271 that too i'd you know i think i think everybody's got that one exam that curses them through life they think back and they go oh you know i had that that was the that was the one that really let me down but you know you can go back next year ace it and then, then what happens? Do you get a gold gold sticker? No, you get a, you get an A level. But if everyone's got a thousand A levels, they become completely useless. Not everyone, just me. I'm the only one going back. So you'd want a thousand A levels that mean diddly squat because you've got a masters, and everything below your masters means nothing. It's yeah, like well, getting a, it's getting like a fifty meter swim certificate, like every year, but actually you swam the channel solo. So what's the point? You might as well just open a box of cereal and pull something out and go, oh, this is an achievement now. No, well, I... you've, lived a, you've lived a very healthy, good life and you've got a very good pension. Why do you need something that came out of a cereal box to justify <laughs> justify your living for the next year? I really it's, pointless, ab- it's pointless and banal. I really appreciate you talking up my qualifications. I don't think people do that enough. <laughs> but... um... hasn't, hasn't your brother got a doctorate yet? John, hasn't your brother got a doctorate yet? No, Between the lessons. Less educated of the two. He's in the process of doing his doctorate, whereas you're just, like, dossing around in London for a bit until you well, find yourself. I mean, I could technically also be in the process of getting my doctorate. It's just... Yeah, it's, he's, a, it's a long, it's a longer process. He's only dossing around London for a bit because he doesn't have the ambition to leave London. We've had this discussion. We have. I think, I think the crux of this argument, I'm seeing two holes in either side. I mean, on the one side... If horses were carnivores, a big crux falls onto whether you're correct, John, that they might have been a predator, but because we're the dominant species, they pose no threat to us. Or if overnight they suddenly became carnivores and it was a bit like Jurassic Park, at which point that would be devastating. However, if they'd always been carnivores, then we probably wouldn't use them in everything that we do. And we'd use goats or cows or something. And they'd be more like there's only seven of them left in the wild kind of thing. Whereas of the exams, no one's saying you have to pass them. If I was told I had to go back and take exams every year, I wouldn't study and I'd just go and take a nap for three hours. Because as John said, there's no point to them at this point in my life. Maybe if it was a higher level than an A level. I mean, I say this, I did just study an MVQ level three and just qualified. But there is no point to them at this point in your life, especially, John, because as john said you've already got a master's degree so it's not really going to change your life so you'd be wasting your time studying for them 
One of the other great things about exam season is the end of exam season. The jubilation, the 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 house parties where you go to and drink a or, or you go to the football club and you end up throwing down down the side of my car, Mr. Yeah, I was, John. I, I was I was just getting there. <laughs> just getting up the <laughs> I was just drink, getting to that. Drinking point. drink too much snake bite and throwing up down the side of your brakes courser. Yeah. Cheers. I mean, that's one of the happiest moments of my life. I'll let you I'll let it be known. I had to go in I you were staying with me, I had to go into my house, make your bed, drag you out, put you in my spare bed, and then clean my car down at like two in the morning. So far you haven't said a single thing that makes me not want to do that again. Yeah, and I'm feeling absolutely zero pity for you, John, because the first time I went to your house you showed me a stain on your wall where you'd been sick on it that you'd left to dry and was still there years later. Hey, I painted over that, and now I'm in my brother's room. So, as far as my pity regarding vomit is concerned, you have literally zero. It was behind the door, and no one could see it. Anyway, you you were going to vote for uh, carnival horses, and we are going to domesticate them like we did to wolves to dogs. You are going to go with that one, weren't you? It's difficult. I think, given the current climate... And how the times are changing. But the answer is going to have to be quite simple. As much as education is important. I do feel like the education system has been on a decline. And the priorities have changed. From definitely when we were in school and probably before. And it's now just a box ticking exercise to get people through exams. Rather than actually educating people and preparing them for lives. And on the flip side of that as well. To do with not talking politics at all. But. We are leaving the European Union, possibly, at this point of recording. I don't understand it in general, so I don't really know. But if we are, we might need to be mounted on carnivorous, almost saber-toothed tiger-like beings to protect and invade and possibly take back the British Empire. So with that in mind, I'm, I'm thinking of us as a country as a whole. I think horses being carnivores at this point could be very beneficial. They could be a good export as well. They could be a good export if you're planning on being a horse arms dealer and like playing both sides. And also think of the carnage when they go fox hunting if the horses were carnivores as well. Jesus, <laughs> it would be a bloodbath. Once again, uh, would you rather is not a podcast endorsing animal cruelty? Just for the record. We're not opposed to it either, though. Um, if you are for <laughs> animal cruelty, please tweet at us. Would Jay rather? Hashtag would Jay rather. Let us know if you... Uh, if you're a fan of animal cruelty. And um, yeah, we're available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. I think you can listen to us on your Echo if you speak to Siri or whatever her name is nicely. And yeah, give us a listen. Give us a share. Give us a tweet. Give us a review. Just to help get our name out there, really. I believe uh, my colleagues, both the Johns, have got Twitter handles as well. I'm uh, John Woodrather. That's J-O-N, no H, because... Streamline process. We we take the H's and we we burn them for your convenience. <laughs> and you can not tweet me at John Would Rather with a H. With with an H. I'm not going to tell you where. I'm not going to tell you where the H is though. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, on to question two. So John and John, strap in. Is this the fun one? This is the very fun one. Would you rather 
encounter Phillips or Flathead? Sorry, would I encounter Phillips or Flathead? In general. Then what's your preference? Um, I I would pref- I would rather uh, meet Phillips because they make light bulbs and other electronic devices. And I've recently discovered the amazing thing where they're turning houses into the internet or something. <laughs> and you can <laughs> and you can turn on lights in your house or dim them or make them colourful using a smartphone or if you've got one of those things that invade your privacy and listen to your voice all the time then you can turn on your lights and make them all colourful with your voice and Philips sell those you know who I'd like to meet Mr Flathead so I could stab him in the eye with his own screwdriver neither neither you two from an engineering background but I, I cannot abide Flathead screws anymore They are, yes they do a job but there are so many other devices that you can generate torque and leverage and a good positive grip on the thing you're trying to turn and just a simple flat blade in a slot just does not cut it because they're open-ended so it goes out it's just an absolute nightmare there's yes there are different sizes sizes available but you only normally get one size screwdriver to do the job of, of flathead because you go oh, that's all you need but it's just not it's just all it's just a woeful antiquated old system so like we don't drive steam engines on the road because there are better versions of public transport why do people still insist on using flathead screws when you've got flips you've got torx bits you've got hex bits you've got star drive you, you've got so many different ways of being able to transmit torque to a nut or a bolt that are much much superior than a flathead you're trying to put pressure on it and your screwdriver flips out the hole gouges the side of whatever you're trying to trying to work with making the finish of it just subpar it's, neither of you know how much it really angers me like <laughs> genuine angers me every time i like strip a component down it's like oh look a flathead brilliant someone's not been bothered to use a proper fitting on it great cheers but that's I'm so glad that's... i picked phillips <laughs> that, <laughs> that's you speaking as a professional though john i, I get what you're saying but as a pedestrian, flathead screws are useful. You can just use a knife and it's done. Phillips, Phillips screws tend to they tend to um, you lose the threading in them if you don't if you don't screw them properly and then they become irreusable. And I've recently had to change uh, the brake light on my car and that needed a torque screwdriver. Only screw, only screw fitting in my entire car that needed that size torque screwdriver. So I had to go out and buy one. Yes, it only cost two pounds, but and the petrol to go and B and Q to purchase it when it could have a, a simple. Do you know why you've got different size ones, Matthew? Do you know why you've got different size ones? Why? So you use the appropriate tool with the appropriate leverage on it, so you don't overtorque your, uh, so so you don't overtorque your bolt. Each of the different Allen keys have got different length shafts of them, so you can apply different amounts of force. Wait, wait, wait. Can we just take a moment? Five mil. Just... just take a little widdly diddy five mil hex. And you've got a three foot long um, bar on it. You're going to well over talk that. This. It's just inappropriate. So, oh, okay. So the different um, heads that you use for different screws and bolts and things is all down to the length of the shaft and the girth of the equipment that you're using. Different torque value you need to put on it. So it all comes down to length and girth. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Always, absolutely. <laughs> length of the shank. To- 
the length of the the length of the grip. Oh, I, I am taking you seriously, but you did use the word length, shaft, and girth all in the same sentence, and you can't expect me to ignore that. That's fine, but it's you know, it's it's as important for women as it is engineers. It's not about the size, it's about how you use it. Well, under talking, let it fall off, dear. Yeah, speak speak to Einstein and all the rest of the physicists about that. So anyway, when I've met Mr. Phillips and I've stabbed him in the eye with his own screwdriver, Mr. And Phillips, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Why are you stabbing what? Mr. Phillips? No, I said when I said I meet Mr. Flathead. No, you said Mr. Phillips. Okay, I had a PE teacher called Mr. Phillips. He was cruel and unusual. I wouldn't dare dab, dab stab him with a screwdriver. <laughs> it made me do laps to the field at thirty years old. I thought he was cruel but fair. Yeah, 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 he was. Anyway, stabbing Mr. Flathead. Stabbing Mr. Flathead. Um, even if we're going to venture over into the world of flathead motors, um, all the engineering behind them have been replaced with overhead cams. So flathead motors are rubbish. Flathead screws are rubbish. Um, people that balance books and heads have got flatheads. Learn another life skill. No one cares. Flathead, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> so, so even though you picked... Flatheads, it's because you hate them so much you wanted more airtime to talk about how much you hate them. Absolutely. Okay. Like, if if I met Mr. Flathead, I would, as I said, I would take his screwdriver and I'd, I'd do horrible things to him with it. Okay. I mean, horrible discrimination. In fact, you know what you could do? You, you could use your Flips, um, like, dual-band x-ray machine or your, um, your CAT scanner to find out where I've hidden the screwdriver inside Mr. Flathead. <laughs> wow! Because Philips make medical grade um, scanners. Yeah, I can believe that. I mean, I was absolutely fascinated by the light bulbs, but I'm sure that that engineering, that ingenuity, is just—it's never ending. I'm sure. They also make toothbrushes if you need need more uh, inventions from Philips. <laughs> Welcome to Wood John Rather, the Philips <laughs> Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> Wow, I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it because I feel everything that's been said needs to be said, and, and I'm just gonna Even I'm, some things that didn't need to be said got said, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna say, just just picture it's Christmas Day, so it's a single parent they've saved up a long time for Christmas to get their child the toy that they've always wanted, and they open up the packaging, and they need to put the batteries in. And they're so excited. And there it is anything other than a flathead screw. And they don't have a toolkit. That child's Christmas is ruined. So aren't it you was... glad that Mr. Phillips just came in and you just met him? Is... If, it... if only it was flatheads, they could have used a knife. And as much as Phillips have got all these great inventions, there are many other companies that do the same thing. And also I know it's going to infuriate, infuriate John that I think... The flathead is superior to the Phillips. Flathead wins. I've listed to you about two dozen reasons why the flatheads are awful, and you've not listened to me, and all you've just made up your own scenario <laughs> and picked your own winner yet again. I'm, We've recorded I, 15 this, episodes of this. Do you not understand how it works yet? Also, John, you, you just won. You've ignored, literally every, you've literally ignored everything I've said. Yeah, but you won, John. I don't care. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's oh. fantastic. Produce me, Mr. Flathead. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> I think I've just ruined his family holiday. <laughs> oh. Congratulations, John wins. <laughs> I, re I really hope I'm still actually, I'm still actually quite angry. I'm still really <laughs> angry right now. Oh dear. I'm going to go to all my life things when I get home and replace all the flathead screws in them with something else. That's alright, because I was going to come around to your house when you're at work and replace all of your screws with flatheads because your wife would let me to because she probably doesn't care what kind of screws in all your appliances. You know what's even worse? She actually now listens to the podcast because she's bored at work. Hey, wife, tweet at us if you don't care if I come and replace your screws. No matter how girthy and long they are. Well, well there's was, an um... invitation you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about screws. As far as I'm concerned, a nail does the job better than anything, but hey-ho. Nail's not removable once it's driven home. That's why they put the other part of the hammer in. But when you when you drive it home, you need to like dig under the head of it to get it out. Yeah, you're oh, gonna have. You're not supposed to stick it all the way in, just part of it. Just the tip. Okay, just the tip of the nail. I remember that. Um, this is turning into our <laughs> bluest episode so far. Should we move on? Please. Okay, Matt. Would you rather have more hours in the day or more days in the week? Mm, that's a tough one because of what I do for a living because I feel it's a lose-lose situation because I'll either end up working more days because there's more days in the week or I'll work more hours because there's more hours in the day but I guess that's true for anybody um, it, more it, hours for recreation yeah it, that's the thing it depends whether I'm thinking about work me or recreation me because work me would say more days in the week because that's going to give me more chance to make revenue and hit targets and make money for where I work. However, more hours in the day, there's only so much that you can do in a day when you work in a hotel and run functions. So I probably would get a bit more downtime to get everything at work done. Therefore, I'd have, be able to have more time off and stick to working, you know, one third of the day, five days a week. That is... That is what most people should be doing a 40 hour week so even if the day suddenly became 30 hours and i was having to work 10 hour days there's not anything extra i'd have to do in those two hours because i would still only have the same amount of work but i'd have more time to do it so therefore i'd have more time off but oh that, more days that makes the... sense because there's only a finite amount of rooms you have in your in your hotel you're only gonna find gonna have a finite amount of guests so unless you move to a bigger hotel which then they cater for more amounts of staff. I think I think one of the issues would be is if there are more weeks, more days in the week, people generally may find they have more leisure time. And what do people do with their leisure time? They go and abuse people who work in hospitality. This is true. I'm, I'm going to assume that we're taking science out of this and a year is still a year. So if there were more hours in the day, there would still be seven days in the week, 52 days in the uh, 52 weeks in the year. Yeah, and but that, the yeah. average life expectancy now becomes 50. <laughs> you, could, you could drive at 14. No, I'm, I'm saying that's the thing. If there was more hours or in the day or more days in the week, either way, we would still have a life expectancy of 80 or whatever it is. We would still have 52 weeks in the year, no matter how many hours that was. 
So that that would all still the same. That would all rise exponentially because otherwise it's pointless answering that question because if you made eight days in the week, you're just borrowing one. Day. If we started that this week, we just so we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, blow day, and then we had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, blow day, or we had 27 hours in a day. That's just taking away from tomorrow what you could have today. But if it was still there are eight days in a week, but there's 52 weeks in a year, and you're going to live 80 years, then that that makes things simpler. We could decimalize time. We could. I tried that. It didn't work. Yeah, we've, we've tried that before. So, for argument's sake... Also, the day was 14 minutes, 27 seconds. That's really awkward. So, for argument's sake, just so I make sure I understand the question, I've got the choice of moving to two other planets that are certain distances from the sun that are exactly the same as ours, except one's got eight days in the week, 24 hours, 52 weeks, make a year, and one's got 28 hours in a day, seven days in a week, 52 weeks in a year essentially because that just makes it simpler to you know make them compare and contrast against each other so yeah space space travel to a, a, a world exactly the same as ours is simpler yeah we'll go with that yeah but multi, multi-dimensional theory yeah whatever so yeah i think hours in the day because either i'd get more time to do things at work or i'd get more time to do things at home i mean as i said i tend to do 10 to 12 hour days generally today Today was a short day and I had a nine hour day and that was a short day for me. So if I had more hours in the day, I could do a 10 hour a day and still be able to get 10 hours of sleep and have eight hours downtime, for example. And that would be an issue. A 50 hour week would all of a sudden be quite nice as opposed to that's a bit of a heavy week, but that's the standard thing. When I get into Christmas and we've got Christmas parties at work, all of a sudden I've got an extra two, three hours to set up. It would also depend on what time in the day the hours were taking place. But, you know, we're getting a bit too complicated. But, yeah, for a nice work-life balance, which isn't something people get in the hospitality industry, I would go for hours in the day rather than days in the week. Because days in the week would just mean that that's an extra day for me to work and an extra day for me to worry about. That's that's fair. That really is fair. That's, that's actually a very, very intellectual little conversation we just had there. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate both of your inputs as well because it's not... It's not something that I've really thought about ever before. So it was, yeah, that was nice and interesting. And I appreciate that you didn't take out my flathead decision on me. Oh, you bring that up again. I'm just getting angry all over again, man. Or are you, are you letting that one simmer and stew for a couple of weeks before you eventually unleash unknown fury upon me? Just, just wait. In two weeks' time, you're going to have that question you've really really not been wanting to answer are you going to take me back to the 90s is the vengeance bus coming i'm angry but that's funny (laughs) john John doesn't get it because he didn't do 90s pop he didn't he didn't study that a level last exam season and apparently work i have to do a module of pop master to complete my license it's just a standard thing ready to comes on pop master comes out everyone gets 30 odd points and i sit there looking like an idiot because i go don't know no idea your final physical exam side to uh, whatever that was. Your final physical exam is doing an accurate moonwalk. Oh god. I'm gonna <laughs> die. Well, I guess that's all we've got time for this week then, isn't it? You need to get back to your holiday, John. I do, I do indeed. My wife is very, very, very kindly let me uh, run away to a grassy knoll to, to record this while our child is high on sugar and screaming his tits off. 
<laughs> well, uh, I mean, we could we could do another question if you'd prefer. No, no, I need need to get back. I need to need to help out. We're a team. Let's go, team. John Wife's son. Yeah. That made you sound Jewish. <laughs> John Steen. <laughs> John Wifeson. Right. Okay. I've been John, and uh, I'm going to go back to my holiday. And I've been John, and I'm going to go loosen up with a screwdriver. And I've been not John, and I'm going to go back to planning our trip to the Arctic tundra. This has been Wood John Rather. They've been John, and I've not been. Tune in next week. Thank you very much. The vengeance is coming. Got nothing, he's coming! We want somebody to it! We-